0: If you've got the time, you should take a listen.
1: it's gonna be me and andrew hosting the podcast it's called no worries if not you know it you love it thanks for listening to yet another episode that one got me was that good yeah that was the best one okay uh we that was our second attempt the other one i called an audible because it was so bad
2: but, but no I, one needs to hear that i didn't even know what the song was it was
1: man eater by hollow notes and the fact that you gave me no love for it made me feel awful so we had to redo it
2: well this one was way better and no, way you didn't just start with it
1: yeah you're right um Big, good episode today. It's a biggin'. We got a banger of a guest. Andy Mino, Yes. Rapper. Rapper, oh. music video director, producer, produces a lot of his music.
2: Just a talented guy. I, he's one of those people that I feel like he would have been famous and successful in whatever he put his energy into. Uh-huh. And he's just a super entertaining guy. He just has that quality.
1: Yeah, he's the best. Um, got a chance to work with him a couple times the last few years on some music videos. Played golf a couple of times. I just love the guy a ton. He's one of the most entertaining people I've ever met. Yeah, I listen to his music
2: in the gym sometimes. Great. So if you see my body ever and are like, hmm, wonder what, what creates that type of body. Yeah, built by Andy. Andy Minio's music. Build, there's a couple Andes that built you, I guess. Yes, yeah, so a lot of Andes went into this. How was your week? <laughs> my week was great. Uh, actually, my week was weird. Why weird? Um, actually, the day after we recorded our last episode, I went in for a urology appointment. This is going to be too much information for most of our listeners, but I had had a kidney stone way last year, and so I was going to get some like a, a checkup, and I told my doctor that sometimes when I drink coffee, I feel some pain. And he said, Oh, well, that sounds like it might be something with your uh, prostate. Um, and I said, Oh, no, I know what that means he's going to do. And I just kept going back to that John Mullaney bit where he goes, You know how you think you know what most things feel like? <laughs> <laughs> and it could not have, like, the whole time I, the doctor's like, puts on his glove and he, you know, Well, did he try to conv- me
1: out. convince him, like, he said that? Then were you're like, Oh no! It's for actually, sure. Not that. Actually,
2: I think I lied. I just lied when I said that thing about coffee. Uh, but no, it was too late. I mean, from the moment he said we're going to check your prostate to the moment that it was happening, was probably four seconds. It was like he had decided before I even said it. Um, but then, you know, got a good report, which honestly makes it worse because <laughs> that means he did it for no reason. I got an, I got invaded for no reason and i mean that's really a lose-lose situation when a doctor sticks is oh. when that happens to you that's a lose-lose it's like okay they found something awful that's bad oh well they just did it for no reason and that <laughs> somehow feels worse that than is them. so much worse that yeah. should be a felony for the, sure the whole rest of the i drove home with no music or podcast or anything i just drove in silence just feeling different Wow. Just reminiscing. Uh, yeah. Wow. So that was a weird start to my week. Um, other than that, it's been pretty good. Good. Glad it, it's all clear. Yeah, all clear. We're all clear. Good. So I can drink coffee and
1: who knows what that pain is from. That's amazing. All yeah. right. Well, good. I'm uh, glad I don't have to replace you anytime soon. How's your week? You know, been solid. Saw Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was
2: a big, you did, Um, you kind of previewed it. You kind of set it up with some social media where you're like going to see it. I don't know if I'm going to... That's the thing. I felt
1: bad seeing it. Um, Our friend, Andrew George, great comedian, had a couple tickets pop up in his sphere. So we're neighbors. He called me last minute and we went. Um, Both of us, not Broadway guys. Mm -hmm. And he told me, he was like, you know, I thought about bringing a date. He's like, or I could bring someone I could kind of make fun of this with. (laughs) So I went and yeah, I posted stories being like, I feel bad taking this ticket because I know people would kill to see this and i think i'm not gonna love it it's gonna
2: it. be wasted on me
1: i had never seen anything i hadn't uh, heard a song i just knew you know hip hop history mm-hmm. and people freak out over it my niece loves it she's 11 yeah but i also know a bunch of adult people that love it so i don't know
2: um went and it's pretty universally beloved it is beloved have you seen it do you know no i've seen clips I what I don't know. I've saw I've seen the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where he goes to it, and they show little clips of it within that episode, and that's been my main exposure. Yeah, it's um didn't love it. He fell. Larry David falls asleep in it. Did he? Yeah.
1: Okay. So the other big one I saw Wicked in New York. Slept through the second half, the entire thing, and people get <laughs> mad at me for that. It's just not for me. The music's pretty cheesy. Yeah. I understand how you fit a big narrative into rap music. That's cool. That is. Yeah. A lot of talent writing, obviously a lot of talent on display. Well, it's very impressive. No one's denying oh, it's not
2: impressive. But it also is too long most of the time when I've been to Way theater. Way too long. I went and saw Wicked in Atlanta. It was amazing. Way too long.
1: Intermission happens and you're like, that's not the end? It felt like that's it halfway? was
2: already long. And then they're like, go get a snack and go to the bathroom and come back and bring your sleeping bag because we're going to be here a while. Right.
1: It, You know, I wanted, I wanted to love it. I really tried. Because I was like, maybe this will be the thing that breaks me. And makes me like this stuff. I just, you, not, I don't mm.
2: even like horror movies anymore. Yeah, I just like the. I'm a show tunes boy now. Yeah. Um, well, if you didn't like Hamilton, I doubt you're gonna like any of the other ones because I think it's kind of widely known as the best one going.
1: Exactly. That's like if this if this doesn't do it for me, I'm completely dead yeah. inside to this.
2: So Aaron's dead inside. I had a guy's finger inside, and mm. that's the week we had. We'll cut that. <laughs> We're not cutting that. Leaving that in, like your doctor. Speaking right. of. <laughs>
1: um, good content, I don't know. We got an ad.
2: Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta pay the bills here to this evening. Yep, this is a um, this is a good one that I if I would have written it, I would have been proud of this one, I think. But. Yeah, if only we knew who wrote this. Um, do you have anger problems? Do those manifest themselves in your colorful language? I, Andrew, have struggled with cursing since I was a baby. My first word was the S word. <laughs> I might have the body of a common river eel but I have the mouth of a sailor. Allow me to introduce you to a product that has changed my life. Swear begone, A mask you can wear in any circumstance that turns your negative and offensive language into positive, uplifting words and phrases. The device, inspired by the Bane mask from Batman, envelops your face and looks like a futuristic octopus trying to suck your soul out of your body via your mouth. The voice is robotic and ominous and often horrifying to children. You might inflict irreversible trauma upon your kids, but at least you won't curse at them anymore. (laughs) Now when I stub my toe, I say the F word, all right. I say, that's fine by me. (laughs) Thanks, coffee table. Looking mighty sturdy today. When someone cuts me off in traffic, I often lose my cool and yell obscenities in their general direction. Now instead of saying, you're a piece of blank, I say, you're a masterpiece, you gorgeous, curvy Camry. This effective and unsightly mask has kept my life PG, and I know it'll keep yours PG, too. Get begone today, you son of a mother.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, begone, for sponsoring this episode. What I also love about these ads is that I'm imagining Minio fans listening to this podcast to hear Andy, and yeah. this is always before the interview, and they're like, what am I listening
2: to? Yeah, welcome to all of Andy's fans that are joining us for th- probably just this episode uh, we hope you'll stay, but we won't blame you if you don't. Right. Fast, uh, fast forward, you probably already did, but if not, welcome to the night. Hey, we got plenty of listeners, guys. We don't need we need you so bad. We do. Um, well, cool. Well, um, yeah. This interview was really, really fun. It was effort. It's one of those. that's effortless. It just feels like a friend. I say that. He probably thought it was a lot of work. Yeah, um, we had a great time. I know you will too. Please enjoy this interview
1: with Andy Minio. Andy Mineo, how we doing? <laughs>
0: I hate you already, <laughs> God.
1: Your, uh, your Instagram handle right now is, it's pronounced Mineo. Yeah. So I feel like I need to. Do you get that all the
0: time? I've been called everything. What's the worst one? Mineo M- Niner. Niner. <laughs> they were just extra letters they threw in there. I was like, I'm wow, you're not even trying. You're DD Mega Doodoo. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, you're just... <clears throat> so, Mineo minnow minnow get a lot of them yeah
1: silent e, just minnow yeah
0: how uh how you been you just got over covid mm-hmm. are we back your, 100%? Boy, your boy's back ready for an altercation mm. and you know antibodies are strong
1: we are not social distancing right now we are so close Yeah, we've been missing people
2: I can tell.
0: You kissed old, me right on the mouth when I
2: walked in. Aaron's the only one here who has not been infected by COVID at some point in his life. Yeah, I
1: feel great. I mean I might have had it. I don't know. Who you're knows? missing out, dude. I've been dumb at times. Usually pretty good. And Andy, you're anti vax right? You didn't get vax.
0: Big anti vax. Uh <laughs> you know, I spent January uh in DC. Oh no. So the yeah. whole
2: month. The whole month. Yeah, well he couldn't he was too
1: scared to get on a flight. <laughs> yeah, you're in the slammer for the last few weeks. Yeah. It's no been you, tough. you are vaccinated.
0: I'm vaccinated. I'm a vaccinated kid, and I got COVID with the vaccine. You so got got. Didn't matter. Do you know how? Um. Well, I had a couple shows, mm. like two shows. One was in Boston. The other one was a few days before, in like Ohio or something. So my guess was that there was also a meet and greet, and we had to wear masks and stuff like that. But you know, people are like, "Hi, oh, can you get a picture?" You know, oh, yeah. like I, oh.
2: need, I need Andy to see my face. Well, yeah. yeah, you take it off for the picture, right?
0: Uh, did we?
2: i don't know right, maybe like, i can't remember if the only problem. there were a way to find out yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: online somewhere yeah that's a good point
2: yeah well but, glad you're doing better man thanks man thanks for coming to my house yeah it's been my, my favorite part of doing this podcast is getting cool people to come to my house yeah yeah your house isn't so cool this is cool. all like yeah. the thing it, <laughs> yeah this room this empty room are you impressed yeah. we close the curtains for you let me paint the, the picture
0: let me paint the picture for you there's a there's a tj maxx painting on the wall and then there's a dog cage well,
2: my grandmother- Kind of it and a lot of wires. That's kind that, of it. Yeah. My grandmother uh, created one of those two things. She <laughs> she's a, she was a dog crate assembler. Uh, no, she made the painting and she's passed. So thank you so much for criticizing her work as Absolutely. that.
0: would Would it be a podcast if I didn't insult you in the first five minutes?
2: Well, you insulted my grandmother. So it's the first thing I said. I insulted you, so it's fine. I <laughs> yeah. you got your name wrong. Intentionally got the
1: name wrong. Um, okay, I got I got some questions. Yeah. First of all, last year coming in hot. Okay. What happened? Because that song's know. been out for
0: what five years. Here's what happened. Okay. Naked girls on Instagram started using it, and it just took off. <laughs> it happened. Let's just be honest. The cakes were online and. People ate them up. <laughs> no, uh, there was a handful of interesting things. So one, there's two handfuls. Okay, all right. There was Will Smith, who came on the scene using it. Heard it of had them. already like done Not. its thing. Like it was like a good song amongst our core fan base. Right. Will Smith used it. Then Steph Curry used it, and then it got used in the finals. So it got used for a couple things. And then he said on an interview, "He's like, this is like my favorite. This is like my life theme song." Then like Gigi Hadid. Kim Kardashian and like just these, t- the cast from like Friends, like all these. De- I forgot. A <laughs> really? Couple of the, yeah. What We're are a couple? Of-
2: Dave Schwimmer. We're not We're talking about Jennifer like Aniston. The two ladies. Courtney Cox.
0: Courtney Cox. Who was the other? One? Lisa Kudrow. I think it was Courtney Cox.
2: I, I love think. that they know your name, but you probably
0: don't. You don't. They even don't know, know my name. That's they it. know the song. They know this is
2: the coming in hot guy. Yeah, that's it. The it is in cool hot to guy. go.
0: It is cool to be anywhere out in public and someone asks you what you do and you got any songs i would know and i was like i got this one so that's a cool it's a cool uh it's a cool moment they're like i've heard that song you know it's a it's an entry point so uh yeah i think a lot of those influencers used it and then you know people got really creative with it it ended up on bleacher report and all these like lebron james all these people were using it for different things and it just kind of you know had a ton of exposure and um my life's still the same. Still drive a Honda Civic. You know what I'm saying? So nothing changed. <laughs> yeah, we got it's that black on the wall, is. though. Right? Huh? Got that gold plaque on the wall I now? I do got the gold plaque. It did pick up momentum and it went gold, uh, which is cool. It's the second one of my career. So I feel like a real rapper. Number one was? Uh, you can't stop me. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm a real rapper now. I showed up an hour late to the podcast. You did? With sunglasses on. So I'm like
1: in there.
0: Yeah, already. after pl- uh, playing
1: a private golf club.
2: Wow. <laughs> i did
1: yeah for charity it was a fundraiser it was a
2: fundraiser fundraiser.
0: i don't have a membership Mm. if it was bowling you wouldn't have gone though nope (laughs) i've been like those kids can starve (laughs) (laughs) dude you
1: feel pressure now like every song you come out with you're like is i gotta make something that kim
0: k is gonna post Uh, it's, it's a little bit of both. It's like one part of you is, yeah, real subtle with the the fizzy soda. Yeah, You just popped the LaCroix. I did, yeah. Popped the LaCroix. Uh, it made a guest appearance. The, um, nah, I mean, when you have a big song, there's always like the, the pressure to follow it up. But I, I also know from doing this long enough that like hit and viral songs and things like that, that you you can't control any of that. Mm Mm-hmm. So once you know this whole thing is a crapshoot, just make what you like and have a good time and there's gonna be highs and lows, that gives you a little bit more um stability, you know, to just be like if that was the last one, whatever. If we get five more, cool, but you know, I wasn't trying to make that when I made it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so and just, if
2: something pops doesn't pop immediately, you're like, Oh, I'll probably pop in five years based on past that's experience. Right. That's right. Right.
0: That's right. I mean, there's songs right now from like 2014 that are going crazy because like Billie Eilish just posted it, you know? So we live in, my buddy says this all the time, Dell, he's actually my manager. He says, um, you know, we live in the era of landmines, not rocket ships. And so right. there was a point, there was a period in time when it's like it was, something would come out. It was very rocket ship. We put all the fuel behind it. We got the cover of the magazine. The gatekeepers are rocking with it. Now it's like, oh, a SoundCloud song from two years ago. It's on the radio now Somebody found it Somebody liked it Somebody put it That's Fetty Wap That summer that he ruled Yeah Those were all old songs That were on SoundCloud And the way that they picked Which song to go out next They just picked the one That had the most streams So like oh this one's got The next streams from SoundCloud Boom radio And that's He had like six of them That's crazy So that's You know It's a different time Yeah Different shelf life on things So coming in hot
2: Went gold Mm -hmm. This year Last year this year, this year. So how does how does that measurement change over time? Because obviously, back in the day, it was like albums sold, but mm-hmm. now music's so different. Streaming yeah. and people putting songs on their Instagram stories and things
0: like that. Yeah. How, do, how does the measurement of that change? So there's no, there's actually zero monetization for Instagram's TikTok, which I think is probably going to change at some point. If not, it should because mm-hmm. people are using these platforms and using their songs. It's like it's like advertisements. You know, using songs It's like they pay a huge percentage of it because. Half of the commercial, half of the thing is the music. Right. Uh, I think what their argument is is, like, you're getting exposure, and people are dancing to your thing, and, you know, it can turn into streams and ticket sales and stuff. But Spotify has this calculation and the other streaming platforms. It's about 1,200 or 1,500 streams equals one sale.
2: Hmm. Oh, wow. That seems like a lot for one sale. Yeah.
0: 1,500 <laughs> streams, and you're like, all right, one CD single sold. So... It's like a hundred million streams or something around there. Cool is you know about gold, I guess.
2: It's just hard to imagine that. I mean, yeah. it's, that is it, so
0: many. When numbers get that
2: high, it's just hard to visualize. Yeah, it's surreal. It is wild. That's but, why I'm just not going to aim for that because I just get confused. Smart, yeah. smart. Yeah,
1: yeah. You <laughs> would have hit it if you. Were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you got what? New album coming out.
0: New album, Neverland Two, September seventeenth. Um, dropping a single tonight, which by the time this comes out, it'll be out.
2: Yep, it'll been out for two days.
0: Yeah, it's called Nobody's Coming, and it's my sad emo song. Where right. Right. no drums, just all singing. How about that? No drums. I love it. No drums. All singing. No rap. What the pipes?
1: All right, broke out the pipes. Any I mean any instrumentation? Guitar. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a Red Hot Chili Peppers type record. Just put it on. <laughs> Just I put it on. Just <laughs> listen to it. Yeah, because you for sure sent it to me, so I'll play it right now.
2: No, never heard it. <laughs> yeah, we cannot vouch for it, but you guys listen to it. He's <laughs> got to get to like 100 million views, or streams, <laughs> to get those awards. Yep. It's not going to happen if we what, don't start now. You
1: you got some rock vibes in you a little bit, right? For sure. Yeah. What what were the big uh, influences coming up? I know this is all Rage, over the internet, Rage but I don't against,
0: know it. Rage Against the Machine, Pantera, Um, those were like two big influences in the rock world, and then I kind of like loved that whole era of '90s, early 2000s with Corn, Limp Mm -hmm. Biscuit, where they were able to kind of merge some of those things. So I've I've had and I've tried for the last few years to kind of reimagine that Corn, um, Limp Biscuit vibe, and I can't pull it off. Like I try to merge guitar and hip hop, and just sounds awful. So you got some Some like like rap rock. On well, your that's hard what, drive somewhere? That's what we've been trying to do. Okay. And I think a lot of people have been trying to like, how do we get this sound back into music? Because it was such a big popular sound at one point. And people haven't really been able to figure out to do it until Donda just came out. And that song, Jail, that everybody mm-hmm. likes is like a step in that direction. And on CLB, there's a, there's another record where it's like guitar, like heavy guitar driven, but they're pulling it back using it more melodic and not doing drums. Both times, there's no drums on it. And I think Whoa. that's how you give it a keep it from cheesing out. Yeah, yeah. you anyway. think you think it's going that direction? I don't know, man. Music's weird, but innovation is really just people pulling from so many different sources that by the time they mix it together, you can't tell where it came from. Mm-hmm. So I think we're prime for some of that to be back because it's been gone long enough that where if it came in right now, people are like ah, oh, it's refreshing, which is what gel is yeah it's you like know. high-waisted jeans that's right they always come back come back <laughs> there's certain in like fashion there's like 12-year cycles seven-year cycles in fashion there's a yeah a lot of stuff comes around yeah
1: how's neverland 2 pushing it like what you, you going in a new direction here you trying to reach new people
0: i'm always trying to reach new people yeah you know but um i i put this uh, question up on my instagram the other day i was like yo when you listen to an album do you want to hear like innovation and new sounds or do you just want bops, like, really good? I
1: saw that, yeah.
0: And it got a lot of engagement, and it was basically 50-50, but more so people want bops, which means, you know, they want singable, catchy, repeatable yeah, songs. Yeah, and the
1: sounds that are in right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and, uh, I you know, for me, I'm trying to create innovative bops, I guess, which is, like, <laughs> you know, stuff that's at least interesting. I think that's what Kanye does a lot. Yeah. He tries to pull from really interesting things but make, you know— not pop music, but interesting and digestible to a degree. Yeah.
2: Will you have any physical CDs made, or is that time just done?
0: We did. We got them pressed. You're still hung up
1: on the sales, the physical Yeah, I'm yeah. all about the business, baby. It, it, Trying to visualize it.
0: It's such like, a, you'll do, in a first week, say you do like, I don't know, 10,000 records. Like 200 of them will be physical sales. It's yeah, just got it's to crazy. that point where it's so out of whack. It's so crazy. But you do them for you know a couple of the bookstores or like a couple of the live shows coming up. Some people just want them as like a physical memorabilia. But we've got to the point where we're doing like cassettes or like vinyls or like outdated formats because somebody just people want stuff that's physical.
2: Yeah.
0: More than they really want to play it on something physical. Yeah. They're like never gonna pop it in. But they're like, I want to put it on my wall as a piece of art or something. You know? Yeah, they want to hold it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and look that. at the liners and like, there's, it's another tactile moment.
1: Yeah, that's true. If you're into design, you want to hold that's it. That's right. Yep. Um, if you had three dream features on this album, other than the ones you have, mm-hmm. I'm sure those are all your dream features. Three additional dream features, who would they be? Man, that's tough. So they got to be, you know, alive and, and still going right now.
0: Yeah. I'd love a Andre 3000 feature. I would love okay. a, he just got left off. Huh? He just got left off. Donda uh, Donde, and C O B, right? He said something about it. I don't know. I don't know. I know Donda, you know, that song came out, but I love a an Andre feature. I would love a Kanye feature somehow. or should have his involvement somehow. He's mm. like my favorite. And then I probably want somebody pop, you know, like an Adele or something. Yeah, right. know, Like bringing some of those, that or like a Bruno or a, a Weekend, something like that. Cool.
1: Do you know any of them, Aaron? I know zero of them. Aaron, cool. hook it up. When Did you go just hang out at Mercedes Benz to see if Kanye was around?
0: No, but I <laughs> went to that first show. The oh, first, yeah, yeah. 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 It was deafening. It was painful. I walked out. I That's the one where they're in whoa. that house? No, no that no, was the last one. That was, that was the last one. Oh, sorry. The first one I went to, we were basically the, the guinea pigs. Okay. And the music was so loud, I, like, for sure experienced hearing loss. Like, it was so loud, you couldn't understand, understand, you couldn't hear lyrics. It was like being assaulted, you know? And I'm not an old man about this, you know? I'm like this is pain. Like everyone was like hands over the ear.
2: Well, you're in the industry. If you had a hard time handling it, It anybody was going to have a hard time handling it. It was
0: too much and it was hard to sit through because of that. Like you were physically uncomfortable. Was everybody,
2: it was just like an endurance test?
0: I think certain people were just like, you know, because one, everyone's like, I'm tough. I can listen to loud music. No, I'm out of here, bro. So I think some people endured. Some people put their fingers in there. You know, some people just figured out. Some people just experienced permanent hearing damage it's just what it is
2: <laughs> what was Dude, the that? first class action lawsuit for Boy, a concert yeah. being too loud it's
1: usually if, if someone's holding their ears at a concert those are the people that buy the cds you know yeah. <laughs> those, those people want <laughs> old right. people the who can't CD, hang
2: cassette something that's right
1: yeah. um talk to me about kanye what's what was your favorite kanye my favorite kanye yeah like well, like what album you're talking college dropout
0: we're, man, I love all of all of all it, all of them, all of them. I'm just a Kanye stan. So to hear any criticism of Kanye from me is, you know, it's true. It's true because I love, I love everything he does. Wow, all it right. must have been
2: so loud. That's so funny to me. That <laughs> so they, loud. It's so funny to me. They had a sound check, and they like,
0: should we turn it down? And Kanye's just do like, not. no, do not turn it <sighs> down.
2: My fans will figure it out. Yeah,
0: it was, and we were the test run. I guess all the other ones sounded great. After that, yeah, was that? I mean, was social media all just everyone felt the same? Yeah, my ears are bleeding. You know, there's yeah. a lot of that. But then other people are just like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm they here. just, just want to, to take, take on some yet. take some pictures yeah. and they'll be happy. Yeah, All right. Um,
1: I want to I want to know about little Andy. Mm-hmm. So in New York, are you in Brooklyn?
0: Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Syracuse, New York. Okay. Like central New York. And then I graduated high school and moved to New York City. Then I've been there the last 13 years. And then I just moved here to Atlanta. To Atlanta. Um, when did you start rapping? I was about ten years old. Okay. So me and my buddies, we would uh we would make like um parodies of other people's songs. And so, you know, take the lyrics, swap them out, yeah, try to make Al. each other laugh. Yep. And then we were like, let's try to write our own lyrics. And so we did that. My buddy uh hacked a computer program we stole a microphone from my high school you know we just figured it out and tried uh not my high school middle school actually Hmm. stole that and then computer microphone was the first thing before that yep the little pencil joint (laughs) Uh uh-huh so we started figuring it out and then just started adding equipment so birthday and christmas i just asked for money so i could buy equipment then i became an engineer just kind of like home home studio engineer at my house. Would record all my friends. Uh, even opened a business when I was in high school. Eventually, where I was like, you know, 30 bucks an hour, you can come in and I'll record you. And for a high school kid, I was killing.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Head. And
0: I'd take the money, buy new equipment, and just kind of reinvest back in. And then um, my mom saw that I was grinding, and she, like, believed in it. So she was like, all right, when we move to the new house, like, I'll help you build a studio in the basement. So we like made a, a recording booth, like all that. And she, you know, she put up like 1500 bucks for me That's to awesome. help invest into that, you know? Yeah. And so she was like, I, "I, you know, I believe in you. So it was cool. But she would always get upset. My mom was a devout Christian. So, you know, the people I would record right, right, right. would be in <laughs> there like, I'll kill your family, mother. You know, and then she'd come down and say,
1: don't say that in my house.
2: <laughs> you know in my house in my basement
0: yeah and i'm like sorry mom you know right this is not mentioned. what the money was for <laughs> yeah and then turn it down uh-huh, and yeah. then be like all right can i say it you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah you just know. do mumble rap just yeah, like keep it out, those out lines.
1: yeah, yeah. um like, in high school like looking back on that mm-hmm. stuff now are you like proud of it or you're like
0: i had it then or is it painful to hear now it's painful I found some the other day on like uh an old MySpace. Yep. Um, it is the cringiest. I was terrible at rapping. Of course. You have to start awesome. that way, right? Yeah.
2: Uh speaking of that, uh Aaron, <laughs> oh, no. I'm so scared. Aaron actually did some rapping in high
0: school. Oh boy.
2: And I wanted I pulled up the video, I wanted to play some of Aaron's high school rap for you.
0: Oh, uh, you guys should see Aaron's face right now.
2: Let me okay. So uh hold, so hold on, hold on. Pushed. Let me let
0: me set the stage. A little bit, okay.
1: Uh, Went Uh to public school through ninth grade, switched over to private school the last three years. They were doing chapel, and it was super boring, you know, acoustic guitar, everyone hated it. We took it over my sophomore year, made it axis, because the week revolved around it, see, it makes sense. And we made it cool. We had like a rock band, Lonely Island had just came out. And joined SNL. They did Lazy Sunday. You know that? Nope. The chronic what? Cools of Narnia. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Samberg. It was oh, huge. Oh, yeah, 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 And I, I know a lot of people, like, the next week, they're like, I just want to make rap videos. So I did that for my school. And it's pretty bad. And here's this. And this I, is haven't heard, I haven't heard it? heard it in years. And we just... Can you mic it up? Yeah. Yep. Might need to fast forward a little bit. Fast forward 20 seconds. Fast forward? It's a visual opening. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> Dry off and put my polo on. I gotta make sure don't forget it's the big. bill cause you know that mistake will surely be felt. I eat some food to fill up my belly.
0: Then in my pocket, ring ring goes my celly. Dan is calling, so I pick it up. I put it to my ear and he yells, What's up? Yo, Dan, tell me what's cracking. <laughs> Nothing must just lunch bag packing. You know it's going down to second block. Yeah, until then I'll be watching that clock. Fade to the X. Is that a do rag? Yeah, it's a do rag i I'll give Satan the pull-
2: Watch out for my fist, cause I'm the best. The the I. I'm the best.
0: <laughs> I said, "Is that a do rag?" And I looked at Aaron, and with his face completely contorted, this guy is tomato red. Yeah. Cancelled. Yeah. Hey, do you still have your do rag or not? <laughs> he what? actually
2: he usually wears it for this. I'm I surprised do. he yeah, didn't yeah. wear
0: it.
1: What's funny is that downstairs when I showed, I brought this up to Andrew. I was like, should we play this? And he saw it. He saw the do-rag, and he's like, let's not bring that up.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to bring it up.
1: Yeah, I'm not proud of it. I did That's wear a do-rag. I'm sorry.
2: Did you order it on Amazon? How did you oh, get it? Oh, man. Amazon, Jeff Bezos was still in that little crappy garage back yeah, then. Amazon wasn't around. Would you go to Target? I got it at a store.
0: Tell Satan, I'll punch it? you in the face. I I just please describe <laughs> what happened when you put that do-rag on the counter.
2: Yeah, who was? And checking?
0: they're like, five ninety nine. For who you, was ten dollars.
2: Yeah, or, <laughs> did it come in a three pack with tricolor? I think it might have. It, it was have, also H Mart. It was it was fully
1: Asian ran. So I okay. don't know. Maybe the uh, hopefully the stop Asian hate. Mm-hmm, but hopefully the cultural stake mistake was lost on. Who I was talking to, maybe I don't know. You
0: couldn't, you couldn't put that if on the I, counter. If, now. if I put
1: it up on the counter and it was a black man,
2: he's <laughs> like, no, 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 it's fine. It's for my music video. <laughs> yeah. You know, Andy Sandberg. He's it's like my, Ra- Ra- he's my
1: rap idol.
0: Yeah. Oh man.
2: <laughs> so what do you think musically? Pretty good, right? I
0: actually think it was pretty good. Has your list right. has your pretty list
2: good. of dream features
0: changed? <laughs> indeed, indeed. That um that there was you know it was awful yeah but it was it was pretty good too we that, we didn't
1: take it seriously which is good
0: that's the thing i was like oh you're it's a kind of tongue-in-cheek thing but i'll punch satan in the face and the do-rag i mean mm-hmm. it's just you know you've always had good comedic timing yeah
2: i think you did exactly what you were trying to do and that's well, that's true and did. also because of that i started making
1: videos every week mm-hmm. and i've never done anything else because they let is. me make a funny video and play it for the school. So
2: You played it for the whole school? Yeah.
1: And I got to stand in the back of the room and watch people laugh at it. And I was like, oh, I'll just do this. It did, it did well in the room. Yeah, it did great. I bet it did. Tell me you went to an all-white school without
2: telling me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andy, what is like... I, I, I know how hard it is to start doing stand-up. I'd imagine that starting a rap career is even more mm-hmm. uncomfortable and so many strange gigs. What's like... I guess I want to ask this in two parts, but, like, what's, like, a hell gig for you where you show up and go, oh, no, this is going to be terrible, and then, like, what, did any shows stand out as just being, like, weird and awkward and memorable? Yeah. You yeah. can only imagine being a Christian comedian for a lot, like, yeah. a lot of youth camps.
0: Yeah, well, some of them, some of the gigs were so bad that they're awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So...
1: <laughs> Yeah, if you have that mindset, right, this is going to be a story. They get so bad, it
0: circles all the way back around to... Actually, this is amazing. Maybe this is the best. So I have so many stories like that. Like, we've gone into prisons and performed, you know, and, you know, the guys can't get up. They can't... You know, they got, like, restrictions. So there's some of those. Um, There's one time we flew to Africa and we did, like, a tour. We did, like, six different countries in Africa. And these people are, like, completely unfamiliar with our music they're just like thanks for coming here and like doing this because you know we went to specifically to regions like people don't tour so i remember uh they made us a bunch of food and like i was dogging it i was eating i gained like 10 pounds on that trip and uh we went and they're like all right yeah you can rap um outside here and like everyone was sitting down in chairs that they brought outside and there's like 40 feet between us and the next person, and it's, you know, like, two tiny speakers and a couple hundred people. Clearly not enough speaker. So, you know, the beat drops, and people are trying to, like, clap, but the music's not loud enough, so they're losing the tempo of the clap, and we're trying to, you know, it's just, you're just, like, finish this now, say thank you for having me, and leave. We did that one time. I remember we performed in a prison. And uh, we were on Rikers, I think. And my boy Ray from Grateful Apparel came with me. And he has like a wild past. So when we go to do these gigs, like he'll go up and share his story. Because he used to move way and was like deep off into that world. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was like, yeah, so I'm in my car. And... I'm in my car, and I'm driving, and I get pulled over, but I knew I was clean, so, you know, F the police. Like, just said that in front of, like, the police who are standing there, like, guarding us, <laughs> right? He's like, you know what I'm saying? So whatever, F the police. So the only thing That's between you thinking. and the prisoners are yeah, the police. are, like, two police <laughs> Did officers. Did people cheer? <laughs> it was a really awkward moment. But he was like, yo, I didn't even realize I said that. Um, I played a gig one time where for some reason I had a trampoline on stage 2012 and I was like oh I'm gonna jump off this trampoline jump up onto other things like another stage design element and I remember we were playing it was the Fillmore in Miami and I I bounced on it and I went to jump up to the next thing but the leg on the trampoline broke (laughs) (laughs) so it didn't launch me properly so I had to reach out with my leg split my pants in half and had to finish the show like crisscross-legged, you know, pants blown open. Just blown Cl- open. Clean were breeze. You, were you wearing undies? I don't usually. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course I had undies on. Uh, I've had a ton could of the people moments. tell? I fell off stage yeah, I a couple like times. feel every month
1: you'll have a TikTok where it's like, here's the eighth time I fell off
0: stage.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot. When your pants split open, could the crowd tell? Or were you like, I got to try to hide this because I don't think they noticed?
0: i you know when you're in panic mode you just do a lot of things that don't make sense so you're like i feel a breeze i'm just gonna keep my legs closed kind of waddle around finish my set and leave
2: gonna leave that trampoline alone the rest of
0: that's it trampoline was put in the trash
1: Well, i feel like trampolines too like you put them in a yard so the the legs can't move it's grass and whatnot you put it on like a A stage
0: and then you put it in the back of a truck for city to city to city and it's all getting bumped around wait so did
2: you bring the trampoline or was it just there
0: no i brought the trampoline on tour because i was trying to find ways to like make an impact i would jump off of it and like enter onto the this sounds crazy now that i'm talking about it but it's like when you jump off a riser and hit something and then like the beat drops and you land yeah it's pretty cool there's like you know i was trying to get creative with it it just has to go perfectly
1: it was that, was that the first work. show or had it worked a few times before? It had that? worked a few times okay, before. Okay. So you were full confident. So going I would it.
0: bounce, and there was a certain moment the beat would drop, and I would land on top of like a riser. So, you know, <laughs> lights would go so off. It's like you it can't stop cool. me, and then so you just get
1: stopped by a trampoline.
2: The next show, trampoline or no trampoline? There's no trampoline. No trampoline. We, no trampoline we got rid of the trampoline. <laughs> yeah. But Once you rip the pants, you retire the pants, you retire the trampoline, find something else.
0: That's it. Yeah, and like I had another time I went to Haiti and we did a show out there to like help raise money right after the um hurricane.
2: Yeah. Earthquake. Earthquake. Yeah. Any number
0: of things that have happened there's been yeah. Yeah, thanks so much. And uh, you know, we went up to this like it was a building that had been like fallen apart. So there's like half of the wall is up. And they're outside and they're like they had speakers that were all different speakers and they were like you could see the wires hanging out of them that they had like twisted together. They had um, keyboards that were, like, missing keys, you know, like a drum cell. I mean, it was completely makeshift. And I get the crowd going because, like, I come out and do some fast rap or whatever. You know, and everybody's like, ah. And we get everybody pumping so crazy, and all of a sudden the electricity goes clean out. Like, bl- complete blackout. And I'm like, this is the worst. Yeah.
1: You know? I thought you going to say the rest of the building fell over. <laughs> I mean, after an earthquake, everything
0: is compromised, right? You it don't know. It is, it is. The electricity <laughs> went out, but then they started clapping and like, cut, like creating their own music. So that's what I'm saying. Some of the worst shows end mm-hmm. up being the craziest, most memorable. Yeah. What are You have to have a couple that stick out.
2: I mean, not, I don't want to go after that. I haven't had any <laughs> Haitian malfunction. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've had shows go really bad. Definitely when the mic goes out. I'm not like a high-energy comedian. No. So when the mic goes out, I'm just so like, all right. so low-energy. These first few rows might be able to enjoy it, but I can't. If I start yelling, you, I lose any performance that I have, and it's just saying the words. But, I mean, I've done corporate events where they didn't know there was going to be a comedian. Yeah. And you get up there, and they don't know how long it's going to be, and they're just like, oh, I, I think I told a story on here before about the Burger King regional manager event I did at this casino in uh, Connecticut, and I showed up. And I realized that I was in the third hour of this event and it was mostly them giving <laughs> awards to the different regional employees. They're like, and wrap it up. It, and they well, every 45 minutes, there's a scheduled smoke break for the love people. That. So I was after the final smoke break <laughs> and I come up and they go, they announced there's going to be a comedian and introduced me in the same breath. And then I'm just up there for 35 minutes just, I wrote all this Burger King material. (laughs) because I was like, I'm gonna write some stuff specifically for them. I had all these chicken fries jokes that I thought were great. I tested them with my friends and they were like, that'll be great, they'll love it. They could not have cared less. It's almost like they had never even heard of chicken fries. (laughs) Uh, And then I walked off stage and I had done so badly. My friend who was there doing photography had already gone to the bar and got me a bourbon to hand me as I was walking off stage. (laughs) But uh, you're gonna
0: say he got you chicken fries? Chicken fries? <laughs> that would have been great. I, well, like, I you know you. what?
2: You know how much I cared about the event. I landed, and then I took my rental car straight to a Burger King because I hadn't eaten there in like eight years. So I was like, oh, I'll go do some research. Yeah. I got chicken fries and a burger, and I was like, this is great. I wrote all these jokes and just swinging a miss, swinging a miss. I think I, I think I found locked into like eight people that were laughing, and I just kept going back and forth oh, to yeah. them. But like, let me ask you worst.
0: something: when you guys start to bomb, and it's super apparent. Do you just lean into the fact that you're bombing? You're like, well, this sucks. Like, do you say it or do you just like, I'm gonna move on and try to find? You you can say
1: it, and there's like stock jokes everyone has, right? When that happens, like that one was just for me, and then like you'll get a little bit of laughs. But yeah, for me, I've I've done a fraction of the stand up Andrew has. I just condense my set so much and just GTFO. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. You can usually tell if it's savable or not. Sometimes you just like you realize there's nothing I can do. And you just, you know, you do the time, you go through the motions, you do your best. You try to find one or two people that might be connecting with you and just focus on them. But like Aaron said, there are some lines you can say. You can acknowledge you're doing bad, and that can get a laugh. Yeah. But the fifth time you acknowledge you're doing bad, they are like, yeah, we get it. We know. We all know you're doing bad. Yeah, we bad. know. How
0: about, you, like, how about you say something nice and get, wrap it up? Because <laughs> if you
2: know you have to do 45 minutes, and then in the first Oof. five minutes, you know it's going to go bad. And there's just not much you can do. And eventually you just put your head down and power through it. Or you start talking to the audience. You try to do crowd work is usually one of the tactics you can take. Try to win somebody (laughs) back. Start talking to them. Be like, what if I start addressing you directly? And usually they're like, we also don't like that. Uh, And then you're like, all right, back to my material. Because at least I can go through the motions and get through my time. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the longer you do it. Because you're
0: contracted for time sometimes, right? Like you got to do your 45 minutes Yeah. Yeah, I remember one time I did a show. I opened up for Fetty Wap. Oh, okay, back to yep. him. Yep. And the guy was like, "I want you to do forty-five minutes." I was like, "Hey, take it easy." <laughs> to open? Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm a, probably a big deal to you. These Fetty Wap fans don't care about you. Can't stop me. If we you start the fourth right song, now. they are gonna go crazy." Yeah, and that's what happened. I brought a band out. Like we killed. And I, you know, I had a handful of kids in the audience that were like, wow, that was rad. But then, like, people that were there for, yeah, but, like, if I ever show someone a new artist, I show them a song. I'll never play someone an album. Right. You don't do that. Yeah. And, you know, I was <laughs> like, I have to finish the set. But I'm looking at the guy, I'm like, I'm telling you, for the <laughs> sake of everybody, uh-huh. 20 minutes tops. So, you know, I tried to get in and get out before they started throwing stuff at me. Yeah, but um, yeah. I also this remind me of a show I did in Sioux Falls, maybe one of the worst experiences ever. I'm going there tomorrow. Oh,
2: no. I'm in Sioux City. I think it's right there. Okay, right?
0: yeah. Sioux Falls never played Sioux Falls before, so they're like, yeah. So let's put you in a 2,000 cap room. I was like, great. 500 people show up, yeah. right? <laughs> so it's already completely three quarters empty. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. Never played this market. Don't put me in the big joint, right? I'm performing, and there's a girl in the front row. Mind you, to be front row, like, you got to be committed. She had zero interest in being there whatsoever. I mean, I'm going off. The production's going crazy, like, highest energy. And you're the she headliner, is, right? I'm the headliner. Okay. She is sitting there in complete disgust. Like, I I had to mention it. I was like, everyone having a good time tonight? Yeah. I was like, everybody except for her, why are you so upset? You know, and and, and we get a little laugh or whatever. I was like, did you lose a bet? Like, why are you here? Like, you know, and... I thought it was Andy Grammer. This is awful. Yeah, is yeah. Awful. When is... <laughs> and so you know, then I go on. I do another thirty minutes. I come back. She is unfazed, and it is it, it messes with you as a performer to look out and see someone deadpan like yes. no matter
2: how everyone else is loving it. That's right. You're just all locked in on the one. Person. Her. It's like yeah. social media. When you get a
1: hundred
0: positive comments, yes. and there's one bad one. And you're like, you it's all you think about. So then I address her again, and at this point, I still think it's funny because I'm now I'm like it's a recurring joke in the show, right? Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> And, uh, little did I know, like after I cracked that joke, all of a sudden I see her like slowly leave through the crowd. And because the back is empty, I can watch her walk out the entire way. So she leaves. And then after the show, you know, my wife busts open the, the green room door and she's like, get your ass out there and apologize to this girl. Cause she's crying her face off. And I was like, no. <laughs> So she's like, oh, no. she came back with her friends, and she's like sobbing, you know? And I was like, what? You hated the show. Why are you? I had to go out there, give free merch. What'd she say? She to, she's like... My friend just died last week, oh. and I'm like, "Oh, yep, I'm a jerk." And and it's funny because I look back in the group text after I get off stage, and everyone's like, "No, stop! Why do you keep going after this?" Girl? You know, everyone's Don't like, "Don't you Andy. know her friend died?" <laughs> yeah, every everyone's like, "Andy is ruining the show." You know, I see it all after. Bad experience. That's awful. I apologize to that lady wherever you are. But also, like, her friend would have wouldn't. Wanted her
2: to more physically involve the show. Well, and enjoy maybe, the maybe show. just stand in the back. Yeah, or maybe just, don't take
0: the front row. Yeah, especially
2: that's, after the first comic be like, "Oh, maybe I should go stand somewhere less noticeable if I'm not going to actively be yeah, participate
0: that. at all." Yeah, and that should
2: be a rule. That's like if you have someone die, that's at least six months from front row access. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Hang on the back. Yeah, everyone processes their grief differently. Some people like to stand. Still in the front of a rap concert. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my friends who just had a child for a while, they were
1: like, you can't throw up in an Uber and have a child or get pregnant six months after. Like, you have to Mm -hmm. wait. It (laughs) resets the shot clock every time. Yep. (laughs) And it took them till they were like 32 to have a kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because they (laughs) threw
2: up in an Uber every nine months. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Go get a funnel cake, hang out in the back. That's it. You know, get some merch. We'll all go home. Yeah. You can have a great time from the back. Yeah, the promoter already hates me. I just sold no tickets here. Let's just wrap it There's up. plenty of seats in the back available. Comedian. I got the pee so bad that my teeth are floating. Go, <laughs> just go pause pee. it.
2: Go pee. We'll pause it. Hey, this is our pee break. We're going to Aaron's going <laughs> to Thank
0: thank God it's not.
2: We're going to play some more of Aaron's rap. They do this on Rogan all the time. It they they should be fine. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Everyone has gone to the bathroom, and we're back in our seats. I pissed on your seat. Yeah, that's okay. We got. Sure. We got. Aussie uh, goes in there and cleans it up. Yeah, he definitely left.
0: didn't clean it up. I wanted to make sure I left a treat for you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm gonna um, send. That, I'm
2: gonna send that out to uh, your crazy fans, dude. I I just finished this Stephen Cook Stephen Cook Stephen King book called Misery about this author whose biggest fan rescues him out of a car accident and takes him to her cabin in the woods and tortures him and forces him to write a new novel that she likes oh is this misery yeah misery no you already you already know about it sick, i'm the last sick to know movie. about it yeah. i just read the book and it's uh that might happen this is the guy that will do it to you yep He's gonna cut off your foot you're gonna get your ankle smashed in the book it gets That's cut such off an intense moment. oh really
1: yeah in the movie she puts a block between the ankles and hits it with a sledgehammer she sledgehammers yeah. the guy's leg yeah
2: intense what, what would you rather have sledgehammer to your leg or oh this is a off your game foot? This is
0: a fun. This is a fun and it's, game,
2: and it's uh, Kathy uh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates doing I'm it.
0: I'm gonna say sledge. sledge. Sledge, sledge me. You sledge. can always
2: you can come back. You Modern medicine. You come don't on. get the phantom this limb. Man. At least, you, yeah. The horrifying thing would be to see your foot twisted and then it's not attached. I, you yeah. know what
0: I can't do ever is any Instagram videos where someone's ankle or leg breaks. Oh yeah, yeah can't, yeah, do, yeah. It. Oh, can't or, do it. Basketball, can't do it. Leg, skateboarding. As soon as like I see rope a- swing, you seen those. And then it gets mm. caught in like the knot and the rope oh, swing. Mm-mm.
2: I don't even want to hear about it. I, I haven't seen rope swing ones.
1: Can't yeah. do it, cause there's there's an Instagram account. I I feel weird. Don't say it.
0: it. It's called move on. It,
1: it's called oh. <laughs> noided. N o i d e d. People don't die. That's a strict rule, but that's like the only rule.
0: Oh my I, god!
1: I seriously watch these videos. I, my arm is at full length like, like you watch you go there and watch them it's some of the wildest you stuff you need to go I've to therapy seen.
2: yeah it's like dark web stuff and almost you go to anointed support group it's like i have been watching noids all week and <laughs> gotta, i got i got i've been
1: noiding myself
2: oh there's also
1: look at this russian which you is a very do. good instagram account
2: you did show me that one that one is less gross and That's more true. fascinating it's mm-hmm. funny no. You can't drive past a rope swing without Jones to watch a video. No.
1: Okay. Let's uh, move fast and uh, we talked about the bombing. That sounds bad. Bombing at shows. All right. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about terrorism here. Uh, what, are, what are the like, I made it moments for you so far? I know you got a lot left to do. Yeah. You're an ambitious boy. Mm-hmm. But what are those moments? Like, I want you to brag for a second that you're like, all right, this is, I always wanted this. This is cool.
0: Hmm. I had so here's the thing. I didn't get celebrity or fame, and I'm still not really that famous. I have like niche fame, which is actually pretty nice because you don't gotta walk around with a security guard, but you know, you go to get your hot dog and someone's like, It's on me. I love your music. You're like, all right, this is cool. Right. So um there's been a couple moments because it's been a slow climb, it doesn't seem like one day to the next, it's like, oh, me and Ellen DeGeneres are friends now, right? That's happened to some people where it's like out of nowhere, all these people flooded into my life and it's instantaneous. For me, it's like slowly cool people have been added to my phone, you know? <laughs> yeah, and like you'll get it, I'll be like, oh, Steph Curry just texted me or something. And you'd be like, that's a normal thing in your mind for a second, but then you're like, that's not normal. Yeah, you zoom right? out a little bit and you're like, yeah, oh, that's you're wild. like oh, what? My life is wild. You know, like um, or when you're at a show, and like you step out and you perform, and see this is now I just sound weird like I'm bragging, no, you're I know not you bragging. told me to, yeah, but yeah. The, here's here's the thing. I went out and did a show you know recently in Atlanta, and when I got out, people screamed so loud that I could feel their scream, mm. so when everyone is screaming in one direction the amount of air pressure like you can feel it push on you that's how you got COVID that's probably how I got COVID that's an insane moment to be like I can feel the voices of people screaming and they're screaming out the lyrics to your song yeah and that's like all right this is weird man like that's crazy and that's like you know it's a cool moment And then you go home and you do the dishes and you take out the trash, you know, or whatever. And then life is normal. But I have a pretty like regular famous life, I think. You know, I get cool little moments like that. And then 98% of the time, normal. Yeah. I don't have paparazzi follow me. So it's cool. It's like this middle amount of fame that I've kind of grown to enjoy.
2: Yeah, you're still willing to go to weird people's houses to do podcasts. Yeah! it means means a lot. Yeah! (laughs) Super
0: regular famous, that's how I would put it. it,
2: How is it for you, like, I can't imagine what it's like having all the people scream your lyrics at you. Mm -hmm. And then you still, at some point in the night when you're on the road, you get back to your hotel room and shut the door. And you're just at a hotel room. And you're just like, I mean, what is the come down for you after an amazing show? Hmm. Just kind of just shutting the door and being like, okay, I'm alone again. Do you do you state? Can you fall asleep? Is it easy to turn that oh, yeah. off, turn that side of things off?
0: Well, that's what I was saying. Is like I've been doing it for a while, so um, it's been normalized in my life quite a bit. So I can just go to the hotel, eat chicken tenders, watch the fight, and go to bed.
1: Yeah, it's know? part of the routine. Yeah, yep, yep. That's yeah. That's makes sense. Um, all right, Neverland Two. Couple yeah. weeks. What? Give us the the pitch. If if they don't know Andy, <laughs> mm-hmm. like what's this album?
0: Neverland Two. Uh, this record is narrated by my late great mother, Fran Minio. Oh, that's narrates, awesome! She narrates the album. She um, she's a doppelganger. She, your mom is my mom's doppelganger. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, mini mini story, Minio story,
1: if you will. Yeah. Uh, set of a music video last year. My mom was there helping out because we had the set was like a little girl's birthday party. That was the the bit. So my nieces were there, and
0: you met my mom. And when I saw your mom, I got a pit in my stomach, like my whole, I thought my mom came back from dead. Like, it was like a, it's hard to even explain. So you saw her and she was like, was my mom pranking? Was this a prank the whole time? No, it was like, this is what heaven's like. Whoa. Like you see somebody again. And it was, and she had a mask on. Yeah but it was your my mom's same hair, clothes, body type, walk, strut, like everything. Yeah, you said like sneakers, like what she was wearing, everything. All of it. it was so insane. I had to take a picture and a video of her, just like capture little videos of her, and I sent it to my, like my family group chat and people were freaking out. It was crazy. The only difference is your mom has a southern accent and yeah. blue eyes and my mom didn't and she had brown eyes. But other than that, like spitting image. It's insane. Anyways, uh, Fran Mino narrates awesome. this album, yeah, and both both
2: moms have sons that are incredible rappers. That's true. That's pretty crazy too. We know, well, Equal yeah. talent there, yeah.
0: So, narrated by your mom. Narrated Amazing. by my mom. A lot of this album is about um, trying to like hold on to that childlike wonder and imagination that I think we start to lose with age, and so that's why you know that theme runs really consistent through the project, and um, I think it's my best body of work ever. It has a song on it uh, called Coming in Hot that many of you are familiar with. Heard of it. And um, yeah, it's also probably my most diverse body of music because I go from, I change a, a lot of tempos and di- pull from different styles and try to create something really unique. So yeah. On the, inno- on the
1: innovative to bop side, where
0: do we land? It's more on bop side. All right. But it has some um, some risky moments in there. And that's the balance I've been trying to fight for. Yeah. Love it. I'm excited to hear it. Uh, where can people follow you online? Andy Minio at everything. M I N E O. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Though I am nowhere near as famous on TikTok as Aaron Soundboy Tuning. It's been a good year. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> I'll I'll drop
1: a I'll drop one of your songs on there soon.
0: Yeah, you need to. Yeah. What, what's a sound that you like? In yours? From uh, my music
1: in, mm, um, you told me one time. On the PJ, spot. Bj, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Mpj, Mpj, yeah, yeah. Um, the, Mm-mm. you know what I mean in the chorus. Yeah, yeah, it's That's great because I know what you're doing. It's it's, it's catchy. Mm-mm.
2: I know it's on purpose. If you can get melodic. big enough mm. on TikTok to where artists start to think, I wonder if I could put a sound in here that would get an Aaron Tuning shout out. Yeah. Huge.
1: No, be great. Also, that song's got a few. The yikes. He did do all things yikes in the background. It's great. This guy listens. Jerry Falwell reference. I made you listen. To that <laughs> yeah, that's thing. amazing. And I was like, this is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Not a lot of people caught that. Not a lot of people
2: got it. But if you get it, you got it. You know what I mean? Uh, are you too famous to do your own emails, or do you still respond to your own emails for business?
0: Uh, I. So we have it set up through Hello at Minor League. This .co. is you haven't listened to the podcast I'm yet. Setting, so you have I'm no idea setting up a very dumb question. This is a
1: question we ask everybody. So yeah,
2: if you are emailing for yourself, what is your sign-off for your email? Like is it thanks, best,
0: graciously? It's, okay, <laughs> this is what it is. It's dash Andy Minio. Underneath it is a full-on copy and pasted disclaimer. Anything that I send you in this email cannot be shared, repassed around anybody. Because a lot of times I'm attaching
2: demos and whatnot,
0: emails and yeah, emails yeah and stuff like
2: that. gotcha. I love that. I'm Hello. gonna start. I'm gonna start doing that, even though I don't <laughs> have a reason to. But do you that.
0: know what? You should do that and totally like line it with just funny things that people wouldn't catch unless they finally read it. Yeah, like yeah. anything just really said small within font. this. Yeah, within this email, it just is, keeps getting smaller like an eye exam. Yeah, that'd be good.
2: I love it. Well, uh, anything listened to or heard in this podcast cannot be reproduced or used for any sort of reproduction purposes Mm -hmm. uh reproduction purposes yeah all right don't reproduce to this
0: um (laughs) andy thank you for being here really appreciate it yeah dude thank you guys i think you're both incredibly funny i think you guys make cool stuff wow and that's why i want to be a part of it so thanks for having
1: me love you so much
0: roll the music